Today is 23rd of July, 2023. We are reading from the big book of AA, pages 63. Next, we launched to end, including paragraph page 64. We did exactly in the big book. Thank you, Laurie. Laurie will be our reader, followed by a 20-minute share by Linda W. Laurie, go ahead. Good morning, family. Um, Lori H., Recovered Compulsive Overeater. All right, so next, we launched out on a course of vigorous action, the first step of which is a personal house cleaning, which many of us had never attempted. Though our decision was a vital and crucial step, it could have little permanent effect unless at once followed by a strenuous effort to face and to be rid of the things in ourselves which had been blocking us. Our liquor was but a symptom. So we had to get down to causes and conditions. Therefore, we started upon a personal inventory. This was step four. The business which takes no regular inventory usually goes broke. Taking a commercial inventory is a fact-finding and a fact-facing process. It is an effort to discover the truth about the stock and trade. One object is to disclose damage or unsaleable goods, to get rid of them promptly and without regret. If the owner of the business is to be successful, he cannot fool himself about values. We did exactly the same thing with our lives. We took stock honestly. First, we searched out the flaws in our makeup which caused our failure. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways was what had defeated us, we considered its common manifestations. Okay. Thank you very much, Laurie. And now we will have Linda with our share. She's our speaker today. Linda, the floor is yours. Hi, thank you. Thank you for asking me to speak this morning and um, going to any length is my uh, motto this morning because right now I'd be fluffing up my pillows halfway through my sleep. <laughs> so I'm just trying to wake up. Um, so I'm Linda W. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, this is, I don't know if you can see this picture, but this is one of my beautiful photos. And um, just to um, qualify myself, um, I've been in recovery since March 2015, um, maintaining 170 pound weight loss. And I'm living a life of serenity one day at a time as a result of this program. Um, this reading is, is the beginning of step four, which is made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. I, I believe we must have a very firm foundation in steps one to three um, to, to be able to do this fourth step. And I believe oftentimes, at least I had to hit bottom in order to be willing to take step one through three. Um, it's difficult, not an average person on the street um, would wanna do a fear, fearless and moral inventories. No, um, that's not something typically wanna do, but knowing that um, higher power is with me because I've worked on that and I know I need higher powers help, I can do anything. Um, 
the big book says the, the first sentence was talking about personal house cleaning, cleaning up my own messes. Um, what I would much prefer to do is to clean up your mess. I'd rather clean up, I'd like to clean up my boyfriend's mess, my children's mess. I'd like to clean up the lady sitting across from me at the OA meeting on her cell phone. Um, these are all things that I've tried to do in the past without much success with causing damage and with, with lots of eating to cover the pain of not being able to control everybody else but myself. I know, ex I thought I knew exactly what you should do, how you should do it, and when, you know? I know, um, the, I can tell the lady across from me in, in the uh, meeting, turn off your phone. I could tell her how to do it, push the off button and pay attention. And I could tell her when, do it right now, okay? Um, that that's kind of what I was experienced at doing. And um, but cleaning up my own mess, being totally honest and unafraid, I I definitely need my higher power support. I can trust my higher power th through any of these things, and I can do this. I have a lot more pra uh, practice using my destructive behaviors, especially the fear and dishonesty which led me to over 370 pounds and also a lot of damage along the way. Um, but I learned that practice makes patterns. The more you do something over and over again, a pattern will develop and it becomes easier and easier. And um, so practicing the steps of this program, doing the fourth step, practicing trust, um, will get easier and easier as you go along. Um, doing the fourth step, and I like the outline that the um, big book uses, um, you know, laying out all of my resentments, how they affect me and my part over and over and over again. I kind of, when I work with sponsees, we go over each one each co column one, you know, boom, 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 boom. I had over a hundred the very first time that I did um, my fourth step. So over and over again, I saw who I had resentments towards, how they affected me, and the part that was most helpful to me um, over and over and over again is to see my part where um, dishonesty and fear um, really ruled my behavior and my actions. Um, they played a big role, not because I'm a horrible person. I'm not a horrible person. I'm a sick person. I have, I'm, I have the disorder of compulsive overeating, but that's just how I learned through life, through my childhood. And, um, to use those skills when I was young and didn't know what else to use. And I learned to use food to sedate myself when I could see that it wasn't working and I was feeling miserable, you know. Um, once I could see that pattern over and over again, the last column, um, I could begin to change, not blame myself and not shame myself, um, but I could begin to heal. 
I can learn a new way of responding. So these resentments, you know, are different people in my life, over a hundred and institutions, et cetera, that um, really irritated me and stayed with me. Um, but I can learn a new way to respond to those things. And doing the fourth step, I saw that pattern over and over again. And now when I see these things come up, the pattern becomes apparent to me. I want my first reaction sometimes will be out of fear, which, you know, will be back up, will be rude, basically be very rude. Um, but I've learned that um, I can ask God, I ask God on a, this is something I practice quite a bit. God, please remove my fear and redirect my attention to where it should be. And the more I do that over and over and practice that, I see everything's okay right now in this moment. No, there's not a uh, somebody outside with a gun or a bear is not chasing me. I'm okay right now. It's okay. And, you know, let higher power guide me. Um, I've learned to um, work through difficulties. So many difficulties have come up since I've been in this program. And I had um, several tragic things happen, such as my entire, my house, my entire neighborhood burned down in 2017, lost every single thing I ever, every, every single material thing I ever owned was completely gone. And um, I didn't eat over it. I stayed in recovery. I continued working with my sponsor. I remembered that pattern that I had of reacting out of fear out of selfishness, being dishonest. And I realized I can't, I, I can't think of a better reason to eat over having everything destroyed in your life, but I didn't. And I actually got through it healthier and, and with a better life, a more serene and more simple life as a result of that. It's very freeing. Um, it's very freeing to know that there is no problem that eating can't make a lot worse. I learned to work through. Um, one of the um, things that came up in my fourth step was um, I had, I was married and um, my husband left me with, two, with one and a two-year-old child. He said, I was too fat. He didn't sign up for this. That's not the way he wanted to live. And he left. Um, and so for years, I had an enormous amount of resentment towards him, um, leaving me in this situation. Um, he was an, an, he was alcoholic. He was very abusive, you know, while he was living with us. And he took off, which was actually the best thing he probably could have done for us. But I had this fear and resentment all the time about him. And then, you know, in doing the fourth step, I realized my part what was my part i'm not a, i wasn't a victim in all of this i married him with my eyes wide open i knew that he had problems with money and alcohol and um with weight i was very fit when i met him i knew all these things but yet i married him anyway because i i wanted a family i wanted the house i knew i couldn't do that by myself and um so in a way I, the way I sort of turned it around in my mind is I used him 
to get the things. I remember writing in my diary, um, every year I begin my diary with my goals. And I remember writing that year, I want, I want children in a house. <laughs> Didn't say anything about a husband in there. You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, um, once I realized that my pardon in it, it removed, it diffused the whole situation. He was no longer this monster. We were both playing a part. He was sick, I was sick. Um, it's interesting at my daughter's wedding recently, he came up to me and said, I, I apologize uh, for not being the man that I should have been, for not being the husband and father that I should have been. I was just blown away by his doing that. Um, and just, you know, really appreciated it. It really frees up when getting rid of these resentments, it really frees up my life so that I can enjoy, you know, the good things of the life to, to experience serenity. And I've learned that I can't change anybody else. I mean, our serenity prayer says this, I can't change anybody else but myself. All those hundred plus people in that first column, I could not change any one of those people. I might've tried to know, you know, avail, but the only part that I could do is the fourth, the last column, which was my part. I can change myself. I can change my reactions. Um, I don't have to eat over them, so I'm ignoring them. You know, I can work through them. I uh, my my grandma had a, a in Brooklyn, um, New York. My grandma had a candy store, soda fountain shop, and it was the uh, the most wonderful place. It was like going to Disneyland for me. I would go in and just eat and eat and eat and eat as many. Um, sweet and crunchy and salty things that I could. I remember one thing I was eating all the time. I thought, well, you know what? If I take her, the whole display box home of this particular candy and I eat it, I'll get so sick, I'm not gonna want anymore. You know, so I took, and so we're talking about big store display box. I took it home and I did surely eat the whole thing. And I got very sick as planned. But the next morning I, I was like, oh, didn't I leave a couple left? Because I, I wanted more. I didn't learn anything from that. You know, I wanted more. And that's kind of um, that addiction that I have is, you know, have a little bit of sugar, a little bit of white flour, and I'm off to the races. It's, it's just sort of like, uh, yeah, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. I have that sensitivity, but I also have that mental twist to think that that made sense. You know, that made a lot of sense to me at the time, eat, eat all of that candy. Um, my grandma, just using her example um, with her store, she had to take inventory. She had to go down into the basement and periodically look at all the different foods and packages and items that were in storage. And, you know, she'd find things that were out of date or no longer good or not things that people would buy anymore. And she had to get rid of those things, you know, and keep the things that were good, that were helpful, that were um, things that she could use in her business. And in cleaning out the, the garbage, basically, um, made it freed up her her space, her storage, to um, have new things and and really do a good job in running the store. And I and I kind of see that parallel within myself as cleaning out all this um, 
resentment and damage and, you know, things that I have done, the mistakes that I have made, cleaning it all out frees me up to be happy, to be, to feel true serenity. And I have had many opportunities to feel that. Um, I have a couple of suggestions um, about doing the fourth step. Something that I've noticed um, in working with sponsees is um, don't wait. You know, don't wait. Just do it. Just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, you're going to have lots and lots and lots of chances to do it again. So um, you don't don't put it off and the other thing I've noticed that's really important is don't take forever. You know, it doesn't need to take six months, nine months, a year to clean out all the garbage. What I find happens is, you know, you're down in that sewer cleaning out all the crap and you get can get stuck down there. You can get really stuck down there and be um, just feel horrible and not figure out a way out anymore. It's not a pleasant place to be but it is a place that you need to be to clean it out you know and to be free um i just that's been my experience and um as much as i would it you know i don't know the typical person would want to do a fourth step but it is very healing and only with higher power, with you, with meetings, with a, an awesome sponsor to guide me through it and keep moving, keep moving and keep moving, was able to change five minutes. Okay. Yeah, I was able to change my life by doing that and no longer have to turn to food, you know, um, maintaining 170 pound weight loss. Every other diet I ever did, you know, I was able to lose weight and it would always come back. But with this real cleansing work, you know, and um, cleaning out the garbage, looking at my part and what I can change, you know, as the steps guide me through the ways that I can handle life differently, how I can respond differently. People like me a lot more. I like myself a lot more. Um, and I like you guys a lot more. So anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. And uh, thank you for asking me to speak today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Linda. Thank